When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance for children under the age of 13. Violence, language, and adult situations may apply. Welcome to Season 14, Episode 576. I'm Jack Ward, voting card in hand, and standing in line for the polls. David Alt is off tonight. And to celebrate Elections Eve, we've got an original premiere performance of an Electric Vicuna production for the Wavefront anthology called Voting is Anonymous. This particular dystopian story came to mind when I was thinking of audio drama's Bill Hallwig. Hard to believe it's been over a year and a half. We miss you, buddy. So many great shows out there that Bill would adore, but he always had a hankering for some great B-flicks, and that's what tonight's show is. Something the John Carpenter of audio drama would have just loved. So... Starring the Amigos, Jeffrey Billard, Lothar Tuppen, Jan Dider, Tanya Malevich, and Pete Lutz. And edited by Lothar Tuppen, this tale should have you thinking about who gets your next ballot. Who's next, oh, eh? it looks like it's almost my time. Oh, wait. I forgot. This is American election midterms night. I'm Canadian. And this isn't the line for the voting booth. It's a line for Tim Hortons. Well, I'll catch you back at the studio when we wrap up. One more thing. We've got enough time in tonight's episode to add a little short from the recently released 11th Hour Productions. Pete Lutz wrote and produced this short, A Real Bedtime Gory. And it all begins with Voting is Anonymous, right here on the Sonic Society. To help you, sir. Extra large French vanilla? I guess I'm here, right? Oh, and an apple fritter. Oh, and a four cheeses bagel. Uh, toasted. Um, light cream cheese. energy ranges the endless reaches of space and time. Different frequencies lap the shores of lonely rocks, crashing in silence against the endless sounds. Stories from a million possible realities, all coalescing into a single wavefront. Transmission begins. Not long from now, an entire nation heads to the poles to decide who will run the government for the next four years. Voter participation is up when there's no other option. Giving voters a choice produces the society people deserve, as well as the violence that shapes the new world order. you pack? What the? I don't know. You don't know? Aw, oh, did Dana pack you snacks for all night long? Fuck. Dude, keep it down for crying out loud. Don't worry about it. Lots of wives pack their husbands something. <laughs> what the fuck else do they have to do? What do you gotta be like that? Like what? You know that's a sore spot with Dana. Yeah. She used to be a VP of Coxy Cola, didn't she? Of the whole fucking product line, man. Excuse me. Could you move ahead, please? You're holding up the line. Oh, I am, am I? You voting red tonight, buddy? Jesus. Mason! 
Uh, hey, man, I'm sorry. It's been a long day. Don't worry about it. Just keep up, please. Some of us want to vote tonight. Fuck, Mason. You know that's the kind of talk that gets your citizenship card torn up. I know. I know. I know. Do you know how screwed I'd be if both Dana and I were out of citizen housing? Look, I said I'm sorry, okay? I'm just stressed. Work's been up my ass last month. There's talk of cutbacks. There's always talk of cutbacks. Yeah, but this time, they closed the entire West Coast branch. Okay. Look, I said I'm sorry. Just keep moving. Remember. Hey, is... Is that... Oh, what? Who? Don't fucking look. Oh, shit. It's Liam. Liam? Liam Masterson? Oh, man. What's he doing? Is he coming over to us? Can I turn and look Hey, guys. Now? Thanks for waiting for me. Liam, I didn't know, uh... What the hell's going on? You can't just barge... We got separated at the main doors. You don't mind, do you? I don't really we work together. Honestly, it's okay. I guess I... Thanks so much. Remember, really appreciate it, guys. I can't afford to be late. I thought you weren't a citizen anymore. Shh. Keep it down, huh? It cost me a year's salary and 200 hours in the corporate militia supply depot doing community service just to get back on the list. How'd you get off the list in the first place? You know what it's like. When they cleaned out Georgetown, the whole neighborhood got marked as slums. Next, please. Sorry? Dude, you're next. Remember, all voting is anonymous. Do you have citizenship papers and proper doctor's certificate verifying your fit for the VR interface? Ava? Excuse me? Ava, it's me, Mason. Ma Mason Alexander. We went to high school together. Oh, yes. Hello. I sat behind you in advanced civics. Mr. Ironside's class. I remember. Look. Mason. Mason, can you see behind you? Yeah. What do you see? Well, what do you mean? I mean, it's early and there's a long line of people waiting to start voting night, and they've all got to come past my desk. Uh -huh. And there's 14 other polling stations in this location alone, so I don't have time to reminisce about advanced ethics class with Mr. Ironside in Warney Academy High School 37 stroke B. You still got pretty eyes. Look, I'm sorry, sir. You're going to have to go into another line. Please step aside. No, no, look, I, I'm sorry. It's just that I wasn't expecting to see you. I, I'm sorry. Okay? Okay. Can I do my job now? Please, please. Sure, I'll, I'll just sit here and wait... Because I'm required by law to read this form. Okay, go go ahead. I won't interrupt. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I won't say anything else. Mm. Do you... Oh, Mason Alexander. Remember? Mason Alexander assert that under the legal requirements detailed in Articles 13 and 24 of the Voting Registration Act of 2024 are aware that voting is only available to citizens and that anyone voting without the appropriate citizenship identification is committing a federal crime which may include imprisonment from between and not less than 10 to 20 years? Yes. Yes, I'm aware. I've got my citizenship papers right here. One second, please. You are Mason Alexander of 412748-F Darklighter Estate. Yes. 32 years old, March. Jesus, yes. I mean, yes, yes, Ava. I, I wasn't lying about knowing you. You married Frank Gunderson. Gunny was on the basketball team. Okay. Are you here to exercise your rights as a citizen to vote? Please answer in the affirmative. I am. Do you have a doctor's form, 37, stroke B? Certifying you're healthy enough for the VR band. I do. Now you can show me your citizenship papers and doctor's certificate as proof. Oh, um, hey, sure, right here, right here. Are you left or right-handed? Left. Please extend your right arm. The band will fit over your wrist and constrict automatically. Do not be alarmed. I know. I have done this. Do not be alarmed as the VR band will need to fit tightly and connect into your nervous system. Ready? Yes. Please keep your hand open and arm straight. Ow! Smart. The VR band will remove itself at exactly sunrise tomorrow, 5.42 Standard Time. It will be non-functional after that. Please deposit used VR bands to your nearest governmental kiosk. Your vote will be registered at that time. Do you understand? Yes. You may experience dizziness in the next five minutes. That is normal, as the VR chip connects fully with your individual nervous system, providing a fully 3D immersive voting experience. 
We recommend that you limit intake of drugs or alcohol during the rest of the voting night. Is that everything? Yes, your voting cubicle is behind me. The VR will provide instructions when you enter the cubicle. Okay, okay. Uh, and I'm sorry, Ava. I didn't mean to cause problems for you at work. I just... Hey, say hi to Frank for me. Be careful, Mason. Next, please. Hey, man. Noah? What took you so long? Now, the, the scrutineer was someone I knew. Didn't you vote yet? I was waiting for you. You know we have to go through individually voting. Voting is anonymous. I know, I know. Dude, I just wanted to give you this before we go in. <laughs> What's this? Just put it in your ear, outside. What? What's it do? Talk to you later. Hey, happy voting. Noah. Hey, Noah. Where are you going? Virtual Reality Voting 2036, version 4.87, is now online. Please stand still to modify settings. Welcome, Mason Alexander. Do you wish to customize or keep previously saved voting settings as your default? Default. Default settings. Sky Halo Armor Appearance. Full Textures High Resolution. Correcting for slight stigma in right eye. Simply recalibrate for weapon systems as needed. Previous spoiled ballot total, 7. Are you ready to vote? Yes. VR system tracking field of view. In the center focus are your options. Do you wish ballot initiatives or presidential voting selection? I uh, skip ballot initiatives. Presidential voting, please. Notice the following two graphics of current candidates identified by political party. Liberal candidate is in the blue square. Conservative candidate is in the red square. Vote blue. You've selected liberal blue. Confirm your vote. Confirm. <laughs> Liberal blue armor activated. Your vote is now in play. Now that's more fucking like it. Random city exit selected. Follow glowing path until starting point. Hey, who turned out the light? VR voting has turned off all sensory input until you have reached your designated starting point. Your active vote will not be interrupted until 10 minutes after reaching your destination. Oh man, I never get used to not even hearing my own voice and following these crazy glowing arrows. Follow illuminated path until starting point. All right, all right, I'm going. Thank fuck for small miracles. I can see again. Your ten-minute grace time begins now, should you wish to go home. Thank you for voting, citizen. Oh, fuck that noise. Double-barreled shotgun, extended magazine, armor-piercing buckshot shells. Energizing shotgun from saved preferences. Now that's the Widowmaker. Too bad, Noah. Oh, fuck, I almost forgot. Open face mask, also open front pocket. Place it in my ear. Okay. Replace helmet visor and shut pockets. Noah, where the fuck did you get this? Low-tech meets high-tech, partner. Dude, it's a CB frequency. Totally off the scrambler grid. <laughs> no way. Fuck yeah. Dude, we may not be allowed to collude during vote night, but it don't mean that we can't have each other's back. But the government... I'm telling you, man, they don't monitor these frequencies. And if they do, they don't give a shit. Beats the hell out of walking the streets alone. Are you sure you don't want to head home tonight? You hear about all the spoiled ballots you got again? No way, dude. It's time I exercised my civic duty and kicked some reds off the voting rolls. <laughs> my man, my man. What's your packing? Pulse cannon. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Don't tell me you're still using that antique shotgun. <laughs> you know it, brother. Dude, 
That boomstick ain't gonna get anyone spoiled. Unless you're up close and personal. Aw, oh, shit, man. You know how it works. All weapons are equally lethal. Sure, your pulse cannon's a popular choice, but its long range ain't gonna pull a ballot. You gotta get closer. I got an old-school rifle for the long-range shots and my quick preferences. We'll see who gets the highest score, Hawkeye. <laughs> Any idea where you are? Nah, fucking VR screws up the landscape. All the buildings and streets are neon and shit. Like living in a fucking animated cartoon. Same here, man. Dude, we could be outside our own fucking houses, and unless we directed the VR to mark our way, totally lost. Shit, that was close. You heard that? It's hard to tell. The VR could be augmenting or muffling the sound. The, the freaking system messes with reality. Dude, I'm gonna check it out. On my way. Of all the dust that ever came into your life. Booyah, that's Shams out, only 1995. Put a sham now on your silver credit card and get a second Shams out for free. Booyah! All day long you'd clean and clean and clean if you had a Shams out. Booyah! Noah, you still there, man? Fucking commercial breaks. Impossible to hear almost anything. Yeah, brother. I'm still tracking the blasts. Somebody over by a dumpster. Oh, ping and red. Whose fucking idea was it to have a commercial blast through the simulation anyway? No fucking idea, dude. Hey, somebody somewhere's gotta help pay for the vote, right? Just another obstacle. <laughs> I wonder how many ballots got spoiled because some poor bastard wasn't paying. Mason! Mason, you there? <clears throat> oh! Mason? Oh. Mason! Oh, I'm here. I, I'm here. Not so fucking loud, brother. I'm hit. Ah. What was it? I don't know. Blinding flash all around me. How bad? Oh, it's not too bad. Oh, fuck. Right leg's asleep. It must have been hit. I, ah, I can walk on it, but it hurts like a bitch. Fuck. Dude, it's just the band. The system. I know, I know. Weapon fire shuts down parts of your brain where the system says you've been hit. I remember the pamphlet. Four fucking voting days and nothing. Just my luck. <laughs> Look at the bright side. If it were a serious hit, we wouldn't be talking. Oh, yeah. Real funny, man. Dude, I bet it's a floater. Floater? Be careful, brother. You know, some asshole sits at the top of a roof and lobs disruptor grenades. Then he makes tracks down street level to spoil the ballots of anyone injured. <laughs> grenades ain't lethal, but a close-up shotgun... I know, I know, I fucking know. I'm taking cover behind a trash bin. The fucker's gotta come through the back alley. You're gonna show up on his blip screen about the same time as you pick him up. Don't fucking wait. Shoot off and shoot hard. You can at least keep him back till you get caught. Uh, I, I see him. I see, he's edging close to the shadows. I'm gonna pop this fucker. Ballot spoiled. Connecting to voting central to correct tally. I got him. Aw, oh, damn it, you got the first kill? Fuck yeah, you owe me a beer. Lucky bastard. Tally Confirmed? Simulated. Confirmed. Spoiled ballot. Just in now. Oh, hell yes, brother. I repeat, you lucky bastard. How's the leg? Ah, still mostly dead. Uh, one second. VR assist. Ah, assess healing factor on right leg. All bodily functions back to optimum in ten minutes. Oh, looks like I'll be fairly mobile in ten. Where you at? Ah, fucking VR overlay still playing haywire with my orientation. I think I'm on Bemis, near Carlisle. I think I see that old TV repair shop. Well, till the blood gets back into my leg. Keep your head down, partner. Will do. Hey, Mason. Yeah, man? Thanks for coming out tonight, dude. What do you mean? You're always... No, I know. Look, I mean... It's been a little weird at home. What do you mean, weird? Dana's been pretty down, man, and... Bitter. About the job? Yeah, I mean... More like the fact that there ain't any jobs for her. 
She's always angry. Like it's my fault that no one's hiring. Hey, it's not like you make the rules. I know, I know, but... I mean, I understand. She, she has more education than me and more experience. Hey, there ain't enough jobs to go around as it is. You, you thought about maybe knocking her up? We talked about it. I figured it might give her something to do. But no dice. Too much paperwork. Paperwork? Yeah, if we want a kid, we've got to get permission in case something happens. The state ain't going to take care of someone if their parents are gone. And you know once Dana... Uh, wait, just a sec, Noah. What? <laughs> the ballot bot hasn't come to pick up the spoil yet. Should I check under the visor? You want to see who you spoiled? You never curious? Sure, I mean... Dude, there's not a lot of time. That seems pretty quiet right now. Okay, go for it. Man, I bet you another beer it's nobody you know. You're on. VR system. Unhinged visor of spoiled ballot. Visor unlocked. Well, what do you know? Well? It's fucking totally Heather. From accounting. Dude, no way. Absolutely, man. You owe me another beer. Damn it, you're on fire tonight, brother. <laughs> it's kind of creepy, though. The way she's staring at me. What? What? No, not, nah, nothing. I just... I never saw the result of the electrocution before, you know? The, what the wristband does to you? Her eyes, they're all constricted. They're bulging out. They're looking at nothing. Like... Ah, uh, nothing, man. Uh, nothing, nothing. Hey, hey, my leg's feeling better now. You still at Benny's? No. I've turned down Church Avenue. There's some gunfire in the distance. Maybe I can pick up some scraps. Too fucking quiet tonight. Ah, uh, it's still early. The most voters go home at this time. I'll try to find you. You know, I never would have pegged Heather for a red. What do you mean? I mean, she was the one in the office. Who was up in everyone's grill about getting more women hired, so so they could have equal voting rights, remember? Yeah, I remember. It was like uh, last year or something. Hey, hey, Noah. What's that you said about Dana? What? Your wife. Dana? Uh, yeah, something about once Dana has kids. Right. Once Dana has a kid, she's permanently blocked from the work pool. Fuck, really? I never caught up with uh, most of those bills they pushed through the Senate a while back. Right. Being a bachelor Shit. myself, I figured... There's one coming down the street now. Be careful. I'm almost there. There's a couple out here. Guess the night's finally looking up. Don't worry, I'll pace the little red bastard. I can hear some gunfire. I'll try to catch up with you. The Shem Zhao Hunk. Which will they choose before particle beams are directed at their compound? Asteroid There's more. They have no choice. It's up to you, the listening audience, to choose for them. Help Bambi, Barbie, Loa, and Steffi before they kill each other. Or remove any more clothes. Asteroid M.I. The Noah, can you hear me? Yeah. There's a couple of reds coming my way. One had me pinned by a car, but... I think I got him. It's not moving at any rate. Stay frisky, partner. If you tagged him, the system will have counted the spoil. Fuck. Ah, uh, dude, of course. Where are you now? I think I should be in your vicinity. The color palette's playing havoc with my eyes right now. Are you seeing this? Yeah. Look at the bottom of your visor. You see it? Bottom? Uh, oh, yeah. It says, this video skin is paid for by Bing Bongs, that hippie pot franchise. <laughs> no one tell him that weed ain't a psychedelic. <laughs> Dude, I think it's more of a metaphor. Ugh, motherfucker. Watch your head out there. There's two reds in my way. I can't see you on my scanner yet. They're kitty corner of each other on the, on the street. I'll have to get by them. VR system, switch to high-powered rifle. 
Reconfiguring from Browning Double Automatic Shotgun to Kalashnikov AK-47 High Intensity Round. Hang in there, brother. I'm on my way. It looks like there's one taking cover behind that car. I think I can at least wing him. Stand still long enough, you red bastard. Noah! Noah! Mason! Oh, fuck, Noah! Oh, hard to breathe. Oh, oh god, chest. Oh no. What the fuck are you doing? So tight. Oh god. Oh god. Dana! No! Noah! Why fuck. the fuck are you in red armor? Dana! You stupid bastard, why the fuck did you vote red? No, not, not red. B blue. Blue. Noah? Noah. Ah, uh, Noah. Fuck, man. Get up. Get, get. Ballot spoiled. Connecting to voting central to no, correct no. tally. No, no. Fix him. Healing. VR system. When is healing? Oh. <sighs> 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 oh, well. <sighs> Look what we have here. <sighs> Liam. <sighs> Who would have thought? Ballot spoiled. Connecting to voting central to correct Big tally. bad Mason and Noah. The great blue Avengers at work. All this time you guys voted red. Red armored jackasses. <coughs> Count one for the good guys. Don't know who fucked up Noah. Tally assimilated. <coughs> Confirmed. Spoiled ballot. But won't the boys at the office get a kick out of me spoiling Mason's ballot? <coughs> <coughs> Big fucking hunters. Ha! Maynard keys for our morning after voting day round. Up, the conservatives have a red wave here in Boston. This city's always been known as a blue island in the District of Massachusetts, but last night, as the spoiled ballot tallies totaled, it's clear that the conservative voting bloc came locked and loaded. The high voter conservative survival turnout brings a fifth term for incumbent president Royce Keevers. gerrymander the districts, rewrite the rules and provide endless entertainment for the masses. Technology brings an ease of access and a distance of accountability. There's no curtain you can look behind, no truth you can uncover, just varying degrees of lies and facts in the wavefront. Transmission ends. Voting is Anonymous is written and directed by Jack J. Ward and stars Jeffrey Billard as Mason, Lothar Tuppen as Noah, Tanya Malevich as the speaker and VR system, Jan Dider as Ava, with Pete Lutz as Liam and Joshua Price as the news guy. Post-production and editing by Lothar Tuppen. Original music composed and performed by Sharon B. Additional music licensed by The Footage Firm Commercial breaks created by Bill Holwig and stars Lothar Tuppen and John Bell. The Wavefront Anthology is an Electric Vicuna production series. This episode is in association with the Amigos Collective. Voting is Anonymous is dedicated to and in the spirit of Bill Holwig. Rest easy, brother. We got this.
11th Hour Audio presents A Little Bedtime Gory by Pete Lutz, starring Kareem Cronfley, Holly Golding, and Layla Katib. Well, who do we have here? I've never seen you before. Oh, Daddy, you're so silly. I'm Tiffany. But you can't be Tiffany. I've never seen my Tiffany in a ball gown and tiara before. <laughs> do you like it? Mummy bought it for me. It's just like the gown Belle wore in Beauty and the Beast. And are those real diamonds? <laughs> That's silly, Daddy. Only real princesses wear real diamonds. I guess someday I'll have to get you some real ones, because you're a real princess to me, sweetheart. Come on up here. Are you ready for your bedtime story? Mm-hmm. I want this one. This one? But you want me to read this one to you every night. <laughs> oh, but I love this story, Daddy. It's all about a princess. I just love princesses. I know you do, sugar plum. Okay, then. Let's see. The Thrilling Adventures of Princess Peppercorn in the 76th Dimension. <laughs> One day, the beautiful maiden known to all space travellers far and wide as Princess Peppercorn awoke in her cell on the prison ship. She got up from her bunk and brushed her beautiful hair. What colour was Princess Peppercorn's hair, Daddy? Her hair was a very dark brown, sweetie. Daddy, do you like dark brown hair? Oh, it's all right, I guess. What's your favourite colour of hair, Daddy? Ooh. If I had to choose, I'd choose green. Green? Like mine? Yes. <laughs> and after she finished brushing her hair, she applied mascara and shadow to her eyes. How many eyes did Princess Peppercorn have, Daddy? Well, it looks to me as if she has, um, one, two, two eyes. Do you like girls with two eyes, Daddy? Oh, they're all right, I suppose. What number of eyes do you like on a girl, Daddy? Well, if you twisted my arm, I'd have to say one, two, three. Three? Like me? Yes. <laughs> Then Princess Peppercorn went over to the sink and brushed her teeth very carefully. What kind of teeth did Princess Peppercorn have, Daddy? It looks like she had very white, very straight, even teeth, Honey Bunch. Were they sharp teeth? Oh, no. What kind of teeth do you like on the girl, Daddy? Me? Oh. If anybody ever asked me... I'm asking you. So you are. Well, since you asked me... I'd have to confess that long, sharp teeth are my absolute favourite on sweet little girls. Yay! Like me! Yes. <laughs> so, by the time Princess Peppercorn was finished brushing her teeth, a prison guard had slid her breakfast through a slot in the cell door. Peppercorn took out her small knife and used it to cut up her food. Daddy, why didn't Princess Peppercorn use her claws to tear her food into pieces? Well, my dear, Princess Peppercorn didn't have any claws to use. <gasps> She had no claws. No claws. That's terrible. I know. Daddy, do you like girls with claws or girls without claws better? Well, if I had my druthers, I'd rather pick a girl with nice, sharp claws. Yeah, like me. Be careful, Princess. Don't snag your gown. Oops. I'm okay, Daddy. That was a close one. <laughs> Daddy? Yes, Pet? I don't know why I like princesses so much, Daddy. None of them are nearly as pretty or as strong as me. That's true, darling. Am I as pretty as Mummy? Why, uh, you look just like her when she was your age. Really, Daddy? Cross my heart and hope to die. <laughs> now, my little princess, do you want to hear any more of the story? Um, no. I'm getting hungry. Do you think dinner's ready? Why, sure. 
When I got home, Mummy said your dinner was ready whenever you wanted it. Oh, boy, is it okay if I go downstairs by myself tonight? I'm a big girl. I'll be careful. Why, of course. I don't see why not. It'll be our little secret for Mummy, okay? <laughs> okay. I'll be back up for my bath when I'm done. All right, sweetheart. I'll be right here. Eat hearty. A Little Bedtime Gory, written by Pete Lutz. It featured the following players. Holly Golding as Tiffany, Kareem Cronfley as Daddy, and Leila Katib as Princess Peppercorn. Directed by Kareem Cronfley. Recorded by Christopher Jarvis at the Radio Theatre Workshop, Hinkley, UK. Produced by Pete Lutz of 63 Audio, Corpus Christi, Texas, USA. Music by Dane Russell Leonardson of Coach Studios, Billings, Montana, USA. Sound effects were obtained from freesound.org. Please see show notes for attribution. The preceding production was created especially for the 2018 11th Hour Audio and World Audio Drama Day. Thanks for listening, and be sure to listen to all of the entries for 2018, won't you? Thank you. This has been an 11th Hour Audio production. The following program is rated P-U-N. Hello? Is anybody here? Oh, yes, please come in. Make yourself at home in my humble store. Wow, this place is loaded down with really strange stuff. Oh, yes, magic artifacts from around the world, plus other stuff. Like skulls and yes. eye of newt and Definitely. wart of frog and uh -huh. fly of house. Yes, yes, what? No, let me swat him. Get out of my store. This place is very Halloween-y. One Halloween-y coming up. Would you like mustard and relish with that? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm here about the monkey. What? Do you have one on your back? Oh, no, 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 no. That's just my jetpack. You know, what is this about monkeys? Well, I called earlier. Yes? I saw your website online. Oh, that is good. And I asked if you had a service monkey for sale. Oh, I remember you. Yes, I have service monkey for you. Great. Bring them out. I'm ready to stick them home. Right. Dodger, dodger that. Robo, come in here, please. <coughs> That's the monkey. And he doesn't look anything like the picture on your website. Oh, the picture on the website is of Bobo Jr. This is Bobo Sr. Well, I don't want Bobo Sr. I want Bobo Jr. Oh, much many apologies, Bobo Jr. Sold. 15 minutes ago. Now wait just a minute. What Bobo Senior? Very good monkey. Just as good as Bobo Junior. And same price. Okay, okay. I see what's happening here. What is that? Bait and switch. What is that? Bait and switch. Oh, the worms are over there and the small branches are over there. No, 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 no. You have conned me. You cut me to the quick, sir. Don't give me any ideas. Is this the only monkey you've got? <laughs> yes, yes. Very fine monkey. You give me cash, I'll give you monkey. All right, here you go. This monkey better be a good worker. I'm bringing him back. Yesterday, your birthday, Sahib. No. Then no happy returns for you. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm closing now. You must leave. Goodbye. I, what, what? <sighs> All right. Come along, Bobo Senior. <laughs> All right, all right, I'll carry you. Hop on. There's plenty of room to hop on the back of the jetpack. Oh, and keep your tail away from the... Exhaust port.
Hi, Arnie. Did you get what you needed? Yeah. No. Florida. Well, that's good. I wanted to get a service monkey, and instead of getting this young monkey, I got a monkey's paw. Arnie, you got a monkey's paw? Yeah, they already sold the son, so I got a little paw over here. Oh, oh, the monkey's father. That's what I said. Are you having trouble understanding? You see, Arnie, the monkey's paw is a classic horror story that involves a monkey's paw. Not his ma. And the person who owns it can make wishes. How many wishes? Oh, I don't know. Let's go with four wishes. Sounds good to me. Now, let me take a look at this monkey you got. Whoa, he is a little long in the tooth. If he had any teeth. Now, why is it you wanted a circus monkey? Not a circus monkey, a service monkey. Sounds the same. Not circus monkey, but service monkey. Sorry, Yanny and Laurel here. Well, I wanted him to help with the cowlets. Oh, yeah, the little tiny cows that were introduced back in episode five. Why did you tell me that? Well, for the benefit I of... I didn't the... need to know that. You see, some listeners... I was here, remember? All right, all right, all right, never mind. So, how is the monkey going to help with the cowlets? Well, I was going to try and train him to round up the cowlets, but mm. I think the only thing he can learn now is how to gum his food. He's gumming his foot right now. Well, that does it. I'm going to have to hire a couple of temporary guys to help me get the cowlets all rounded up. Fine, you do that. I certainly will. Why don't you do it under the transition music? That'll save time. <laughs> I want to introduce you to this monkey, who is going to uh, sit there and drool for a while until my workers get here. I don't know how Mr. Bell thinks I can get four wishes out of my stupid monkey's paw. But if I were to make a wish, hmm. No, I love my cowlicks, and I'm getting fonder of the monkey's paw. But I... I wish there was a whole brand new species of life on Earth that has never been seen before. What was that? What was that? Oh, oh my goodness. Like a whole bunch of little critters like I've never seen before. Cute little cuddly creatures with wings. And what are they saying? They're saying Ning. They must be the Nings. There must be dozens of them. Hundreds of them. Where did they come from? Indeed. Where did they come from? They appeared from nowhere. And they seem to be harmless, gentle creatures. But are they? Let's translate their language and see what they're up to. All right, my fellow Nings, it's time for us to gather together and kill the human race. How are we going to do that? I have been studying our DNA. How'd you do that? Don't ask questions. Oh. And have discovered that one of us has a sack of poison venom and a stinger. So, who is it? Who's got the poison and the stinger? Ah, speak up. I got a hangnail. Does that count? No. Come on, we want a stinger. Who's got a stinger? Excuse me. Everybody search yourself. Excuse me, please, but I think I may have a stinger. What? Come over here. Oh, I don't know. That means I'd have to walk through this crowd. I don't like crowds. I said come over here. Give him a shove, everybody. Oh, my. Oh, don't. Oh, stop pushing. Yes. Show me your stinger. Here it is. And there's the poison. See? Incredible. But we need to make sure that this poison is lethal. I need a volunteer. Come on, people. Somebody step up. I volunteer. Charlie! What? Charlie! Charlie! Wait Charlie. a minute. Uh, what do you want me to do? Just hold real still. Okay, uh, what's your name? Herman. Okay, Herman. Go. 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 Go what? Sting him. Sting him? With your stinger. Oh, I can't do that. I'd be invading his personal space. Don't be such a shrinking violet. Oh, I can't do it. Then give me that stinger. Oh, hey, quit pulling on my... Uh, you stung me. I... Uh... Yay! Excellent.
excellent. And here's the good thing about this venom. When a human is injected by it, he comes out with a terrible and very contagious fatal disease before he kicks off. Oh my goodness. So you only have to sting one human and the entire human race will be doomed. Well, I don't know if I should... Look, there's a human now. Oh, look at those cute little adorable harmless creatures. I wish I could understand what they're saying. Go sting him. Me? Now. Oh, no, no, if no. If you don't, I'll sting you with your own stinger. Well, right. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, I need to sting you and give you a terrible disease there by wiping out all humankind. You have a problem with that? It almost looks like this Ning is trying to communicate with me. <laughs> Any cute? Well, I guess this is it. I must get closer and closer and... No, my social anxiety is kicking in. I can't do it. I can't do it, I tell you. Oh, fly away, little Ning. <sighs> Herman couldn't do it, guys. So I guess there's only one thing left to do. Let's see if there's any food under the refrigerator! Yay! And so the human race was saved from the horror of extinction due to the fortunate inactions of... The Shining. Gee, I wonder why I suddenly have an urge to say, Here's Johnny! Oh well. Ah, are you any clutch hard? Clutch hard. Yeah, I may do that later, but I'm here for a job. Yeah, me too. Oh, you must be the guys that the chimp agency sent over to help me out with my colic. Yeah, sounds like just the kind of thing they'd stick us with. They don't like us. So what do you need us to do? Well, if you'll notice, there's cowlicks roaming all over the place. I see a bunch of cats. Here, kitty, kitty. No, those are cowlicks. Oh, you mean the little bitty cows that were introduced in episode five. Why is everybody compelled to tell me that? I missed that episode. Well, what do you want us to do about them cowlicks? I need you to round them up and put them in that corral. Which one, that mediocre one over there? No, the okay corral. I hate stupid jokes. All right, come on, Fess. Let's get started. Here, cowy, cowy, cow. Okay, I'll just let them do their job there. Well, you don't seem very bright. Huh. I wish at least one of them was really smart. Well, I guess I'll go do something else while they're busy. Hey, Festus, I just had me an idea. What? You ain't never had no idea. I know. Kind of scares me. But this idea just popped in my head as if I were, uh... Smart? Yeah, that scares me, too. Well, what's your idea? What's your idea? Chill. Chill, Festus, I tell you. All right. I just thought of a formula using typical items you can find in any kitchen to create the most delicious dessert anybody has ever known. That sounds good. Let's go to the kitchen. Let's go to the kitchen. Chill. Let's get these cowlets into the corral, then we'll go to the kitchen. Hey, it's going to take a long time to round them up. No, I won't. Here, give me your transistor radio. All right. All right, let's see. I'll just move this wire here, reattach this there, and push this button. Oh, the cowlicks are going into the corral. How'd you do that? I just invented the cowlick roundup you later. What kind of name is that? I don't know. First thing I thought of. Well, let's go to the kitchen and make our dessert. Oh, boy, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Chill. You're going to have yourself a heart attack. Well, here we are at the kitchen. Let me start gathering up stuff I'm going to need. Want me to help? Nah, you just run it. Let me put all the ingredients in one at a time here with their exact measurements. There we go. Oh, by the way, I got to tell you that this dessert formula is a little unstable. And if it comes in contact with any kind of corn, instead of being a delicious dessert, it'll call up demons from the underworld. Guess we better be careful then. Yeah. Give me an egg. Here. All right, it's in there. Uh, give me some flour. There you go. That's perfect. Okay, give me some sugar. All right. Dang, chill, man. All right, let me see what else. Got a little bit of tomato. There you go. Some paprika. Take it in there. Some Bosco. Oh, I love that. There. Let me just mix this up now. Mm, that looks good. It only needs one more thing to be perfect. I don't think you should mess with my... A can of cream corn. No! No! Oh, dang it, now you've done it. We got demons coming up from the pits of heck. Yeah, but the dessert looks good. Chill, you dumb-dumb. Demons will eat it before we get a chance to. No, what have I done? The demons are coming out all around us. Look at them, hideous things. Yeah, especially that one. That's a mirror. Oh, yeah. 
Well, I guess we're all doomed. Not necessarily. I have a plan that may send those demons back. How do we do it? How do we do it? Chill. Just pick up the bowl with the formula in it. I got it. Tell me what to do next. Hurry, hurry. Chill. Drain off the corn. What did you say? I said chill drain off the corn. A little slower. Chill drain off the corn. That's what I was afraid you said. Well, that took care of that. Yep. Let's eat the dessert. Trent, what are you guys doing in the kitchen? Eating dessert? Certainly not summoning demons. Well, hurry up. You got some cleaning to do. Cleaning? Have you seen the floor of the corral? We got to clean, lad. Looks like a beret factory exploded. All right, all right. We'll get right on it. Just as soon as we finish dessert. Or soon thereafter. Oh, mm, mm, mm. Well, this is just dandy. I need someone to inspire these guys to get to work. <sighs> I wish I had a real cowboy here. Well, how do you do, Mr. Cunchpart? I'm here to help you. They call me the Wanderer. Wow, what a coincidence. You just show up at the time I need you. But I tell you, Pilgrim, I got one stipulation. Uh-huh. I gotta be the head man of the crew. Uh-huh. I'm the head man and their workers under me. Uh-huh. Is that understood? Oh, yeah, yeah, fine. Okay, you are the head man. Darn, too. Uh, why are you carrying that saddle? In case I find my horse. You lost your horse? Here, let the narrator tell you the story. We have a narrator. The horse, Thunderbolt, was the wanderer's constant companion, his friend, his confidant, and occasionally his cook. Wherever the wanderer wandered, Thunderbolt was at his side, or to be more precise, under his butt. Then, one stormy night, it happened. The Wanderer and Thunderbolt had just finished dinner and were playing cards next to the campfire. Suddenly, a bolt of lightning struck the campground. When the smoke cleared, Thunderbolt was gone. The Wanderer didn't know if the lightning had frightened Thunderbolt off or if it had blasted the horse out of existence. Ever since, he's been carrying his saddle hoping that someday another storm will return Thunderbolt to him. Uh-huh, that's very interesting. Okay, first I need you to clean the area where... He arrived in a small town to work as the head of a crew that attended a herd of small cows. Right, okay, so if you could start off... In moments, the sky darkened and thunder pealed in the distance. How can there be a thunderstorm inside the building? Here? The wanderer's senses sharpened as he watched and listened for any hint of thunderbolt. Storms usually bring thunderbolts. In the far distance, the sound of hoofbeats could be heard. Probably the cowlick's hoofbeats. Horse hoofbeats. They grew louder, closer. A glowing light could be seen. It was brighter than any lantern, and it was headed in his direction. Where'd that music come from? As it approached, the glowing apparition took on the vague shape of a horse. Thunderbolt. Those that were there that day tell different stories about what happened next. Uh, I'm the only one here. Some say the wanderer threw the saddle onto the specter as it passed and rode it up into the sky, yeah. where they disappeared into a cloud just as lightning struck. No, I didn't see that. Others say that when the apparition got close to the wanderer, there was a flash of lightning and man and horse were nowhere to be seen. Now that you mention it, where did he go? Ever since, when you hear the low rumble of an approaching storm, it's not thunder. It's the hoofbeats of Thunderbolt as the Wanderer rides him through the maelstrom. What a load of hooey, if you'll pardon my parlay, Francis. Oh, there you are. The fact of the matter is, the light turned out to be a low-flying helicopter. The lightning blasted me into the next county. And I never saw my horse. Oh, so you still have no horse. Hmm. Made a good story, though. Yeah, nice production values. We got our money's worth out of those thunder sound effects. Well, Pilgrim, I was hoping I could work as the head plus horse man. Yeah, and instead you're the head less horse man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I've been wandering without rest for a long time, but I'll get right to work for you. Okay. Oh, and if you get sleepy, holler.
You have been listening to Bells in the Bat Free, episode number 202. Copyright 2018 by John Bell Creative, LLC. And our next episode... Hold it as well, hold it as an attorney Attorney at law. law. I feel I am obligated to point out that you said there would be four wishes and there were only three. I figured three was more than everybody could handle, considering... Tut, 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 Mr. Bell, you promised four, you should give them four. You have a suggestion, don't you? I certainly do. All right, knock me out. Okay, okay, Arnie suddenly remembers he has a friend named Lum who... Lum? Lum. Lum. You know, like Lum and Abner? Okay, that's kind of a weird name. You hush now. And he remembers that he promised to give him some partially decaying vegetable matter and a writing instrument. I can already tell this is going to be a stretch. I mean, he promised it to him, and it's due. Okay, Lum is due to receive this... Partially decayed vegetable matter and a writing instrument. Right, right. Go on. So, he says, gee, I wish I had a delivery person available. And then we hear that strange cleaning clink bang clonk whoo 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 sound that you have. Uh-huh. And it turns out to be the devil's delivery man. Ah, oh, boy. The delivery man tells how he has two goats with red eyes pulling his wagon throughout the cosmos. Hold it. Delivering. Hold it. Hold it. Are you leading up to... The Pete and the Pin do lum. Yeah, the Pete and the Pin do lum. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. You see, Pete, P E A T, is partially decaying vegetable matter. And, right, right, uh, right, right, right. I think we're done here. And that's this week's show. Please continue the conversation with us through our email at sonicsociety at gmail.com or connect through the Facebook group or the Twitterverse at Sonic Society or at AstroTour2010. Return with us next week for another look into one of our favorite series, Magus Elgar. And have a look on the feed Thursday as we feature a Sonic Speaks chat with the makers and shapers of the Magus Elgar universe. Until then, for David Alt, I'm Jack Ward saying this is the last month to get your early bird tickets for MadCon. So get to mad-con.com. That's mad-con.com. I said mad-con.com. The dash is because you need to get there quickly. Good night, everyone. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. I'm Jack Ward from the Mutual Audio Network. This week, Canada, England, and the entire Commonwealth mourns the loss of the world's longest-serving queen, Elizabeth II, known throughout the world as Elizabeth the Great. Whether you yourself are a monarchist or a friend of someone from the Commonwealth, please take a moment to consider and respect their loss as she makes her final ride this upcoming week. Thank you.